Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. As we continue to navigate these unprecedented times, I'm hoping that you find a little inspiration and a boost for your day as you connect to the women I interview on this podcast who bring tremendous insight and uplifting stories, sharing their own struggles and also their own journey through this health crisis. This next interview is a favorite when we talk about flipping the script, believing in yourself, and remembering that we all have fear, but we all also have courage. I know you'll enjoy. Stay strong, friends. Here's the interview. It is my pleasure today to have Alyssa Curris on the podcast. She is a mindset coach for athletes. She's a former competitive swimmer, and she's a mom. And I'm so excited for her to share a little bit of her insight with us today. So welcome, Alyssa. Hi, it's good to be here. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Well, we're happy to have you. And I'm really excited to have you share a little bit of your journey with our listeners. Uh, Before we do that, if you would give us a little intro on you, Alyssa, kind of where you came from and um, how you got to where you are today. Yeah, of course. So um, I grew up in northern Indiana. Um, I was a swimmer um, from age 6 to 18 um, in Crown Point, Indiana. Um, it's about an hour outside of Chicago. And then um, after I went to college at Purdue Calumet up north, and then I went um, to Indianapolis, and now I'm actually in Mesa, Arizona. Um, and I am a mindset coach for athletes. Um, I recently had a child, and it's a boy, and he's six months old, and I'm enjoying being a mom. And yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Yeah. And your little boy has the best name ever because it, he shares <laughs> it with my little boy also. So we have that bond going, but we'll just leave listeners guessing on what that name is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so okay, tell us a little bit about getting out of swimming and any of the other challenges that you sort of faced as you were going through your own personal journey, Alyssa, um, to become a a mindset coach eventually. Yeah. So um, like I said, I swam um, from ages six to 18. And around the age of 10, I started struggling with um, shoulder injuries. Um, I actually would go see physical therapists, try to get any sort of exercises I could do to make my shoulder um, feel better. But nothing worked. And so at the age of 14 and 15, I had double shoulder surgeries. Oh, my gosh. Um, What was going on? Did you have labral tears or rotator cuff issues or? Rotator cuff issues. My tendons were like so far apart that my shoulder would actually like slip through when I would dive in the water. Yeah. Yes. So I had cortisone shots. I I literally tried everything. And um, I was actually nationally ranked by the age of 12 I was receiving like letters from colleges for full rides you know what before I even got to high school type of thing um just like interested in seeing me you know and um so basically something was my life I trained you know I literally would wake up go to practice go to school come home go to practice come back home, eat, do homework, <laughs> maybe get another workout in and go to sleep. That wow. was my life for yeah. years. Um, and so I was super dedicated, but then the shoulder injuries happened. I had surgeries and then, you know, um, at, with the surgeries, you know, 
you don't know, once you have them, you don't know how your shoulders are actually going to recover. So I started getting back into it and then I had the pain again. And I kind of, during this sort of break that I went through with having the shoulder um, surgery and recover process, it was really, um, it was a break that I think, you know, I didn't realize I needed, number one, just to experience life outside of a sport for a while. But also, when I got back into it, and I realized, okay, I'm, I'm having to relearn everything, you know, I'm I'm having to get back to the times I was at, it was just completely eye opening as far as not being the best anymore. Like, I, I realized, like, oh, like, I'm, I'm someone who likes to be in the spotlight. And now like people don't normally care. Like people don't care about me. Like I had this whole like self identity crisis and I, I always thought about myself as a swimmer and then, you know, I'm not necessarily now, what am I, you know, am I still a swimmer? If I, if my shoulders hurt and I decide to give up the sport, what, what am I going to do with my life? You know? So there was a lot of questions being raised um, at that time in my life. And it was, you know, a big turning point for me. So um, I eventually decided to give up the sport. Um, I had a lot of, it was, I guess I went through the grief stages, um, a lot of anger that I didn't really know I had. I guess I didn't explore my true feelings at that time. Um, So around um, college, I ended up in therapy and I kind of worked through all of those feelings and I realized that I had so much anger um, um, for my higher power, which I call God. And I really was blaming him for taking away my talent from me Um, and taking away, you know, my identity. I I tied my self-worth and my identity to one thing basically my entire life. And so I really had no idea who who I was or what I was good at outside of that. And so in therapy, I really discovered who I was and, and I decided that I wanted, I was good at math and I wanted to go to uh, school for finance. So that's what I ended up going to college for. And then when I got out of college, I actually moved to, um, Indianapolis and I got a job as an energy trader and I was doing that for a few years and all of a sudden I started feeling like some depression coming on and some some of those same feelings that I had like from before I got therapy and I I was sort of wondering you know what like okay, like I'm good at this, but it doesn't give me any sort of like fulfillment. And I always felt fulfilled as a swimmer, you know, you train, you train, and then you get the gold medal. And that's kind of sort of like validation for all the hard work that you do. And I didn't really feel that at the company that I worked for. And I didn't feel like I was doing anything that was serving my soul. And so I Um, started doing some thinking and digging into, you know, what I love doing and what I'm good at. And I realized that I've always been super strong um, mentally, and I've had to um, sort of practice mindset and like, I guess, mental exercises in swimming from a young age that 
had taught me, you know, how to get into the flow state and be this good, great swimmer um, mindset wise. And I was like, you know, I could teach kids how to do that. I could teach people how to become top performers by using their mindset because I truly believe that everything is mental. And so I, you know, sought out life coaching. I became a certified life coach and now I am where I am and I'm a mindset coach for athlete. And I started my business about two years ago. Very cool. Yeah. I love, I love how you describe your journey and I think it's one that many can relate to. Um, um, the first piece of, of what you were talking about with really having your identity grounded in your sport and, um, moreover sort of having your identity grounded in, in what you're doing instead of who you actually are, you know? Um, and I think that that's really relevant, not just for athletes, but also during this time. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but during this health crisis that we're going through when life is not normal and we cannot do the things in our daily life that maybe many of us are used to doing. And so our, our identity, if it's tied with doing things, the things we do, um, we're going to struggle. But if we can tie our identity to who we are through it all, no matter what, um, I think you're right. Like it just, you end up being in such a better mental space, right? Right. Totally. Um, And then I also love that you decided that you needed to find something that really served your soul and gave you bigger meaning. And I think that this is so relevant for many of us. And, um, and during this time, this health crisis time, it's, it's a nice time when we're feeling strong and, you know, to really give some consideration to what we are doing with our life. And if we are um, truly, you know, serving our soul and passionate about where our lives are headed, um, I think it's really cool that you were able to identify what, what you feel like you really, really enjoy doing and have passion to do. And I bet you're an amazing coach for for the swimmers do you do you just coach swimmers or do do other athletes as well Alyssa um right now just swimmers I that I'm just kind of starting out to get there first and then I want to re- eventually reach more athletes and then eventually big goals is just to be a mindset coach like in general for everyone but um I really you know the athlete in me really wants to start there and that's kind of how I um, came up with the mindset coach for athletes. It's yeah, just I think it's so it, awesome. It's, it's always been who I am, you know. Yeah, I love it. Um, so take us back a little bit as you're kind of going through these struggles and your bouts with depression and your shoulder surgeries. Do you remember anyone in particular that was really um, helpful in getting you through those times and perhaps even something that someone said to you, um, you know, that we could lean on during these difficult times that might be helpful for us to hear as well? Um, yeah, so... You know, like I said, in therapy, um, that was really the turning point for me where um, I started, you know, finding myself and really discovering, okay, who, like, where is this coming from? Like, why why do I feel this anger and where's like this lack of self-worth coming from type of stuff? And so um, I guess like the turn that that therapy was really like the turning point for me. And I can't really pinpoint any certain like to that moment for me or like an aha, like what was said, but it was really like, I guess reflecting on like, okay, I know that back when I was swimming, I had a bunch of goals and I would say, okay, you know, I have a higher power who I call God and I'm like, Hey, like, you know, 
praying, like, this is what I want in my life. You know, I'm just every before races, you know, he would be who I talked to. And so I think that when it all came crashing down and the shoulders weren't healing, I just sort of like said, okay, you're to blame. And so thinking back to those days and really going through in my head, it was like, oh, like, I'm really, I'm angry with him. And that's, you know, ultimately, if you're angry with your higher power spiritually, you're not healthy. And then that will, you know, basically destroy everything else in your life. Right. So I really couldn't find peace or happiness until I spoke with my higher power and sort of forgave him for taking that away from me and realizing that maybe it wasn't something that was actually taken from me, or but it was like a gift, you know, the me have me swimming was a gift and maybe it all ended for a reason and you know I am where I am today for a reason and I'm thankful for that right yeah I love that and I think you know this is an important piece to put out there too and we haven't talked about it a lot on the podcast but when you have that anger when you're angry um it's really hard to move forward and it's really hard mm-hmm. to capture joy for yourself again in your life if you can't get through the anger and let go of the anger. Um, right. So I really like that you bring that up and I think that it's so important for all of us to remember um, that anger doesn't do anything positive for anyone. Um, and so, yeah, letting go of that anger. And then I like how you talk about, you know, maybe maybe the challenges actually were, were something good. In fact, you know, maybe the challenges weren't just happening to you or against you. They were actually happening for you, for your future right. and where you're headed. Um, so I think that's really powerful. Very cool, Alyssa. Um, so talk us, talk to us a little bit about where you are now in terms of, uh, this health crisis and how you had to adjust, um, when things started changing and there was a big shift from normal, did you find yourself, um, taking it all in stride or did you feel like there was a grieving process for kind of losing normal life? Tell us how, how you've gone through this process. Yeah. So all, all my coaching is done virtually. So I don't, I wasn't really thrown for a loop as far as connecting with clients in person, but, you know, um, and I would consider myself a homebody as well. Um, But, you know, it, I think here, like watching the news and seeing, you know, all the sad things. And I, I feel like a lot of fear is brought from listening to those stories. You know, you can get into this cycle of like a fear-based mentality. And so I was doing that like every morning listening to the news and I started feeling this fear creep in and I had to say to myself, you know, what's going to be healthy for me in, in this time? Is it going to be, you know, taking more time every day to meditate or is it going to be taking more time and watching the news and feeding my fear? Right. You know, and so it for for me, you know, I, I sat back, I asked myself, what is going to serve me? Is it going to serve me to watch the news and maybe create some fear in my life, but know what's going on? Or is it going to serve me to keep the faith and know that this too shall pass and maybe less news, more connecting with family, more appreciating the fact that, hey, my fiance is working from home right now and gets to see my little one, you know, maybe take his first steps in a few months or crawl for the first time and not be at work. And, and so, you know, I'm trying to, as a mindset coach, you know, I always try to, um, you know, flip the script and say, I like okay, that. Can, yeah, yeah, like, how can I 
um, get the most out of this situation and and see it from a broader perspective. And so that's been really helpful um, for me. I yeah, think. I think that's awesome. I love this thought of flipping the script. I, I challenge everyone to try to do this in your own life today. If there is something that's bothering you, um, you know, if there's something you're angry about, if there's something that you're, um, you know, really struggling with, try to flip the script. Um, listen to Alyssa and just reframe, right? And what I'm hearing from you right. too is just that focus on gratitude. Um, really asking yourself, like you said, what will serve me in this moment? And am I making, you know, am I making the right decisions to really um, keep myself health, healthy and and moving forward? Um, so those are great tips. Are there any specific strategies that you'd put out there? I know you have a few that I've seen um, on Instagram, um, specific strategies that people can try um, during this time that would be helpful mentally. Yeah, so I love um, writing down my thoughts every day. And it doesn't even matter whether you know, you think they're negative or they're positive, writing them down and seeing what they are is so important. Um, Because you can be in your head, and you can be thinking all these thoughts. And there's so many of them. I mean, it's I think it's said that we have, like, I don't even I, it's just thousands of negative thoughts that go through our head every single day and we don't even recognize them. So, so every morning, um, like if you have one minute, even take a piece of paper, write down all your thoughts and just look them over and then just acknowledge that you have them and ask yourself, you know, maybe pick one of the negative thoughts that you have and say like, okay, what can I think instead of this thought today? Like, how can I you know, flip the script, flip the thought and do something positive and then focus on that today. And, and, you know, if you pick one negative thought every day and try to make it a positive, that's, you know, one less negative thought that you have that day. Um, I would also say um, meditating at least a couple minutes a day and clearing your head is so powerful and and meditating on how you want your day to go you know taking those two minutes every morning to just say to yourself how do I want today to go you know I think sometimes we start off the day and and we don't even think about oh I need to get this 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 done and we don't think about how we're going to go about doing that. And then by the end of the day, you may find yourself not getting anything done, you know? So I think planning out your day and, and starting your day on a good note, like, however that looks like, you know, gratitude lists are super important to me. I love to preach to my clients. You know, I like to tell people we, we all have fear, but we also all have courage as well. And you get to choose which one you use every day. Yeah, choked up up a little bit. It's a really good one. We all have fear, but we all have courage too. Yeah, and we can decide which one we want to, you know, nurture, right? Yes. Um, It's so, so awesome. I love that. Um, Very cool. Well, um, I'm going to move towards a quick rapid fire at the end. A couple quick questions geared up positivity. But before I do that, is there anything else you would like to put out there? Any kind of positive vibes you want to put out for our listeners before I go into my rapid fire? Uh, I would just like to remind everyone that, you know, wherever you are right now, mentally, physically, it's supposed to be that way. And to just trust that and trust the process and, and love yourself, give yourself some grace during this time, especially, you know, find the gratitude in your day, find solace and comfort from wherever you need it. um, And don't beat yourself up for it. 
I love that. Ah, so great. Good stuff. Um, okay, so a few things, and if you don't have answers, it's okay. Uh, but here we go. Geared at positivity. Simple things that bring you joy, the first things that come to mind. Simple things that bring me joy. Um, hugging my baby, um, drinking coffee and watching the sunrise, being around my family. Yeah, love it. Um, okay, finish the sentence. So this is going to go out to our listeners um, or to maybe to your son, um, a word of advice. And this is the sentence, never forget blank. Never forget your failures because, you know, there's lessons in your failures and, and that's what's going to help you in your future. Ah, so good. Okay. This is the very last one. Okay. And take your time and consider. Um, so out to all of our listeners today, you can blank. Okay, I'm going to do a quick, this is like literally going to make me cry because so (laughs) you can do whatever you believe that you can do. And that was told to me right before I broke the state record in the 200 individual medley when I was 12 years old by a um, swimmer that I swam with in club. And she was... um, she was a couple years older than me, but she would always win her events in her age group and I would always win mine. And she actually um, hung herself oh. and passed away. I don't know how many years ago, but she was on life support for a while. But um, yeah, um, but she right before that race, she came up to me and she said, you can do anything that you believe you can do. So if you believe in yourself right now that you can break this record, you will. And I, it literally just, I always, I always thought that I needed other people to believe in me to do something, but I realized in that moment that all I needed to do was believe in myself. So, yeah, yeah. those are beautiful words. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much encouragement today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, If you'd like, would you, do you want to give the listeners a way to follow you if they're interested in following your inspiration um, on Instagram? Yes, definitely. It's at Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, Curris, K-U-R-A-S, coaching. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much, Alyssa. We really appreciate it. Thank you Um, for having me. Absolutely. Um, And to all our listeners out there, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Alyssa. And I hope that you take away from this that, like Alyssa said, we all have fear but we all also have courage and we know that it's inside of you. Um, You just have to believe in yourself, like Alyssa said. So much love going out to everyone today and connected. We can rise.